apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of homeownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 338923, Mac Home Mortgage, equal housing lender. American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Mac Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number, ML 338923, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender, and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC 338923, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 20112810L. Call for additional details. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Drawing About the G-Men Giants Football Podcast. I'm Big Jace, joined by Sean Scanlon. No intro today. Not a lot of highlights. That's why I didn't make it. I, I don't want to relive that disaster that was 48-22 loss to the Eagles. Man, it, it's rough. I mean, the, the, this end of the season is terrible. Like, I, I, when the Giants lost to the Eagles, I said it. I was in the, our, our little uh, Clovercrest Media group chat saying, guys, that this could spiral and spiral and spiral. If the Giants don't pick up a win this week, if they don't beat, they don't pick up at least two wins in these last three weeks, I, I think you can, the there will be a narrative going into the offseason. Is Brian Dable the guy? I mean, this is a guy who, I, I I think there will start to be those questions, and I I, I don't know. And then then obviously there's a, a glaring issue also coming in the off season with uh who you're gonna pay Saquon or Daniel Jones. That's something we're gonna have to talk about. But I, I, can you tell where my mind is? I'm wearing all black. I, the Giants are really dead to me at this point. I, I'm thinking about the future. I'm thinking about the off season because that's what this game was. Uh, I, I, I've come on here the past two weeks. Uh, Aziz Ojolari, you, I mean, you had the two sacks, but outside of that, I mean, you, you're playing great. You're easing in things. You're doing great. Kayvon Thibodeau, like, why why didn't he play? Did, did, did I miss something? Sean, did I miss something? That man gets held every, every play. He was there. And I know the sack numbers aren't there, but, I mean, he is getting to the quarterback. He's forcing bad throws, getting a lot of quarterback hits. And I know it sucks to see. I saw um, your little rant on him uh, a couple weeks ago on here. But I know that the sack numbers aren't there, but he's still getting the job done, um, getting to the quarterback. And he gets held every goddamn play. I don't know why they don't call it ever. Um, it's very frustrating. But, yeah, I mean, Aziz coming back, three sacks in the 
you know, first two weeks that he's back is definitely good to see. Um, it just sucks that they can never get that front four all healthy at the same time. This week, Leonard Williams is out um, while they get Aziz back from injury. So it sucks to see that. The secondary is decimated, uh, especially without Xavier McKinney, Adoree Jackson. Uh, they were just getting burnt all day. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith um, completely tore them up. So I – I was going against you after that Lions loss when I was saying, you know, hey, the Lions are kind of a team on the rise. This, this Giants team will be fine. But it's starting to look more and more like that 6-1 and one start uh, was kind of just a thing of luck. Um, just them, you know, being able to stay in games and winning those close games. Uh, they just don't have a lot of talent. And this offense was, you know, pretty much driven on Saquon Barkley. He's been a little banged up the last couple of weeks. He hasn't been nearly as effective. Uh, and it shows that once this team starts to trail by, you know, 21 points like they did in this game, they can't really do much because this passing offense uh, needs that running game involved as well. And it just hasn't been there the last couple of weeks. So uh, it's tough because, I mean, after the 6-1 and one start, you're saying the Giants are going to make the playoffs. It's, you know, it's pretty much a, a guarantee. And now you're looking at it saying these last four weeks are super big. Um the Sunday night game against the commanders will pretty much tell uh, what's going to happen the rest of the season. So definitely a big uh, in-division matchup. We haven't won a division game yet. Uh, we haven't won a game in over a month now. We're one, four and one in the past six. So uh, the Giants want to make the playoffs. They're, they're going to have to show up Sunday night, win that big division game um, and, and see where we go from there. But even if we do make the playoffs, I mean, it's, we're walking in decimated with injuries, um, not a lot of talent. It would be cool to say we made the playoffs in Dable's first year. Um, but, yeah, I just don't don't see this team much, sure. having much success in the playoffs. And at this point, we're not going to get a great draft pick. So, I say, obviously, try and go for it. But I just don't know what to expect, even if we do uh, end up making it there. Yeah, I, I mean, that's all the Giants are really playing. I, I think – you're right. It, it, it would be good to get there in the, the Shane Dable era, get there, get a playoff. Uh, yeah, Jared. Playoffs, playoffs. It's doable. Um, it, it, it'd be nice, but we aren't expecting anything. The, the, all, all you want as an NFL fan is you want to go into the playoffs. for Whenever the playoffs start, you want to be all like, anything can happen, you know? That's all you want. That's all you want. That's what I want to say about the Giants. Will it happen? I, I don't know. The, the, this game coming up uh, with the Commanders, which uh, we'll get into a little bit more, that's going to be big because you got destroyed here by the Eagles. Granted, the Eagles, there's a reason they have the best record in football. They had that one bad game against the Commanders, but a, a, every other game has looked great. Jalen Hurts, uh, I've been critical of him in the past, but he he's playing like an MVP. Uh, and, and, I mean, uh, the Giants couldn't get a run game. No one can get a run game going. Fletcher Cox is a, a monster. We know everything about Fletcher Cox. Also, them adding Ndamukong Sue, Jordan Davis coming back. Uh, I, I feel like I'm missing someone else. Uh, their, their whole front seven is yeah. terrifying. Yeah. Absolutely terrifying. And, and on the other side of the line, I, I, it's just as terrifying. That O line is monstrous. I, I last week I said it. It, it was going to be a game in the trenches, and the trenches. Aziz Ojolari looked good. Dexter Lawrence, Kayvon Thibodeau. They, they, they 
they didn't show up. And I understand you didn't have Leonard Williams. Leonard Williams is hurt, but uh, like the, you, you need to, you need to, the Giants need to wake up for this game. And you've been sleepwalking this past month. If you can't get up for this game against the Eagles, something's wrong. Something is wrong. Or, or are the Eagles just that good? I, I don't know. Maybe it is just my hatred of the Eagles. I, I don't think they're just that good. But I, I don't know. And, yes, the Giants are banged up. And I mean, but I, I don't know. Sean, b- before we preview the, the Sunday night game and really get into that, are the, can the Eagles win the Super Bowl this year? I hate to say it, but, I mean, yeah, they definitely could. If, if you're looking at the NFC, it's really, I mean, only four teams, I think, and one of them is kind of behind right now with Brock Purdy. Given he's looked really good with the Niners so far, uh, I just don't know if you can trust Brock Purdy um, with a couple starts under his belt going into win the Super Bowl. So that comes down to the Cowboys, the Eagles, which pains me to say very much, and then the Vikings, who, I mean, I don't know if – Kirk Cousins, obviously, uh, in prime time in the playoffs. You don't know where you're going to get from him, old Kirk boy. Uh, you never know with that guy. So, and you saw how been, the Detroit torched that defense too. So last week, yeah, so. their defense has not been looking good lately either. Um, and the Cowboys and the Eagles are two of the deepest teams in the NFL. I think the Eagles are top to bottom the deepest team in the NFL. Um, so they definitely could. It sucks to say. Um, that I'm hoping one of the AFC teams, if they do make it to the Super Bowl, uh, can beat them because I can't see two Eagles Super Bowls in, what is it, five years now after not seeing them ever win. Uh, that'd be a tough look. Tough look for Giants and be a sad, sad day. So I'm hoping they won't, but I, I think they're the favorite in the NFC right now. I, I think they would have to be. Uh, yeah, 100%. I mean, I, I came on here earlier in the season. I was praising the Vikings, and I, I – I... I, I still think the Vikings have a shot to to get there. I think they are the second best. I, I I still they still are my pick to get to the Super Bowl. But I mean, you, say say what you want about Kirk Cousins, he's having one of his best years ever. But uh, the the defense is what really hurt him. Uh, the, that last game against the Lions, or I mean, the Lions' offense is really good, and we know as Gi- Giants fans seeing that. But yeah, man. Uh, but, but the Eagles, yeah. The, I, they're up there. I expect them to see him at least NFC Championship game, like so dynamic. Um, I, I used to give Miles Sanders so much crap about being the Saquon's backup, but he, he's really good. Uh, Jalen Hurts, obviously MVP level right now. Uh, I, I, I don't know. The only thing you can really argue against them is, hey, maybe they'll die out. Uh, end of the season, it's hard to say this consistent, as consistent as, the, as they've been. It's hard to stay that good for that long. It, but that's not really a bad thing. Like, th- th- that doesn't happen when you're good. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm excited. I, I'm excited for the – this is the perfect time. Playoffs are getting ro- rolling. You got the in the hunt graphics and that stuff. Uh, and anything can happen these past couple games. I mean, we saw Houston almost knock off the the Cowboys last week. So anything can happen. It's that time of the year. Uh, I mean, 
we were witness to the the weirdness already last week with the commanders. And now we go in, uh, going into Washington. Uh, I, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like the commanders came in and they stole the, they, they stole a tie against the giants like that. The Giants should have won that game, especially when we talked about it last week. Dable playing for the tie and that stuff. But uh, trying to put that behind us. But, I mean, you can't win. Everything's a disaster these past couple games. So, can the Giants bounce back here, Sean? I hope so. I I just don't have a lot of confidence in it right now. Um, The way they've been looking the past couple weeks, even in that commander's game, they did not look strong whatsoever. Um, and they blew that lead late in that game that, you know, big down where they almost have Taylor Heineke attack and he scrambles out of it and uh, hits, I think it was Curtis Samuel downfield. It's just they're the way that they used to win games earlier in the season, they haven't been finding ways in close games later in the season. So it, it's going to be tough. And Washington's going to bring a lot of pressure with guys like Deron Payne, uh, John Allen, and Montez Sweat. Um, we just saw what the Eagles did to the Giants on Sunday. Uh, it was not pretty. Daniel Jones did not have a lot of time whatsoever. And then you look at the receivers that he's working with, with guys like, you know, Isaiah Hodgins and Richie James as, you know, two of his top three receivers. Uh, it's, it's not a great look. So I just don't know how they're going to score that many points, especially if Saquon's still banged up. Um, so they're going to have to rely on their defense. Hopefully he has to get a lot of pressure on Taylor Heineke, finish with some sacks. Because um, I don't trust the secondary that much either um, with guys like Nick McLeod and Cordell Flott. It's a lot of young guys who do not have a lot of experience out there. Um, we've seen that, you know, it's been coming back to bite them lately, not being able to stop anyone in the passing game. So the commanders aren't that dynamic in the passing game, but they do have some good receivers in Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson. So honestly, I do not feel that great going into this game. Uh, I think they will keep it close to Giants, but I just have a feeling that they lose this one. Um, like I said before, I think that six and one start is kind of just falling apart at the wayside, um, and I just don't see. I I honestly have a feeling right now that the Giants aren't going to make the playoffs. Um, it just feels like a Giants thing to start off six and one and have this great start and then just completely flop it at the end. So I think it will be a tight game, a good one on Sunday night. But I just have a feeling that the Commanders are going to win, which sucks because um, obviously I want to see the Giants win. But they're a team that's kind of on the rise right now. The Giants are. You know, one of the coldest teams in the NFL. So I'm hoping we can go out and get a win, but I just unfortunately don't see it happen. Uh yeah, I, I'm I'm down on the Giants. I've been down on the Giants, uh, like I mentioned earlier, since that Lions game. But it's I I you need to win this game. This needs to be to to go winless. In the division, granted, it is the best division in football right now. Uh, that's not a good look. I I understand you're young, you got a lot of, you've been banged up, but that's just that's not good enough. Uh, and I I don't know. I'm I'm very intrigued. I, I'm I'm at that point. I'm very intrigued on the Giants off season. I I could care less about this game, even though it's prime time Sunday night. I, I, I could care less about the Colts. 
I could care less about the Eagles. Uh, yeah, I'm wearing all black. My giant season's over. To be don't honest. give up yet, Jace. Come on, that, still I, a chance. I, I I want to be saying uh, anything can happen, but I I, I don't know. Uh, I, I I'm still gonna pick the Giants to win because I always do, and it, Daniel Jones does look great against the Commanders. Even in that tie, he was phenomenal until that last drive in uh, the the fourth quarter, just forcing it to Slayton. I, I I'm not. That was just like a Vietnam War flashback I just had right there. That was not good, but um, well, that, uh, that yeah. was rough. Um, Slayton should have caught that ball. That. Yeah, but uh, it, it is what it is. Uh, and I, I, I'm i going to keep saying it. I've been saying it the past couple of weeks. Give Saquon. I understand he's banged up. It's a contract year. Just run the ever-living uh, stuff out of him. Just run him into the ground. Uh, I, think, I think they have done that the first part of the season. I think this is why it looks like this right now. I, I think you can – and defenses are just game planning against it. They know that we're just going to run Saquon 25, 30 times a game. So, and they know we have no receivers, so they're going to just put one safety um, up high and then they're going to bring everyone in the box. And that's what we've seen, you know, ever since that 6-1 and one start. And now it's – I mean, the Giants have nothing to do on offense and Saquon has no rooms to run. Uh, the O-line is banged up too. So uh, our offense is just – Absolutely torched right now. There's nothing they could do. I don't think. I. I don't know, man. I mean, let's. It going into this off season. Let's start talking about it. What, in your opinion, is the number one priority for the Giants going into this off season? Going out and getting. Is it going out getting Daniel Jones a wide receiver or trying to re- redo the whole Galladay situation? Is it adding something to the defense like? a corner or something in the secondary or, or is your, or is it just getting a long-term deal done with, or something done with Daniel Jones and Saquon? What do you think is the biggest uh, priority? Uh, I would say biggest priority right now. Um, I mean, you need a number one receiver. That's, I mean, that's obviously known very well. I mean, Kenny Galladay, he better be cut by the end of the season. Uh, he should be right now. It's just we'd be eating a lot of dead money. So he's got to be got out of here. We need an actual number one receiver. Um, I would like Daniel Jones to stay around at least for a short-term contract, maybe one or two years. Um, because if you go into this draft, there's not a lot of great quarterbacks after those top couple. And we're not going to be you know, around uh, to have a good enough pick to go get one of those guys. Uh, we're going to have to give up assets to trade up, which we can't afford right now. So... I think you give Daniel Jones a short-term contract. Um, maybe you go out and franchise tag Saquon, which would be, I think, ideal. I don't want to, you know, give another huge contract to a running back like the Cowboys did, and they have to pay Zeke um, to basically be the second-best running back on the team and not be as effective. So I say try and get those two locked up to short-term contracts. I uh, need a number one receiver, whether it be through the draft or free agency. Uh, I, I think the free agency uh, – class is pretty weak at receiver so hopefully try and go draft one and then on defense uh you need another cornerback aside uh dory jackson uh fabian Rowe, he looked pretty good after we first signed him initially he had a couple good weeks but now it's starting to 
you know, show why he was cut by the Falcons practice squad because he has not been good. So, I mean, that secondary definitely needs a lot of help. I think we're pretty good at safety. Um, but I think cornerback and wide receiver are definitely two of the top needs. And then other than that, we need to uh, help the interior O-line. And then linebackers, we need a lot of help there too because I can't see them keep running Tay Crowder and Micah McFadden out there. Uh, it has not been good. Jalen Smith has played all right. But that's definitely, I think, the biggest weak spot um, on our defense. But biggest two priorities, I would say, is uh, wide receiver and then a uh, corner. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I'd say wide receiver. I think even if Daniel Jones is good enough, I, I don't care how like bad the wide receiver uh, free agent market is. I, I think you go out and you try and get whatever you can there. Uh, and continue to invest draft picks in uh in the defense and try and make this defense grow because you already have the young pieces in Ojalari and Tibbs that you're trying to build around. Um so I, I think that's the route they should go this offseason. Um and yeah you Galladay I don't know what he's still doing there. Um it's Absolutely, it's tough to, It's 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 so frustrating to think about like what what this Giants team was at the beginning of the year to what they are now, and how much. I mean, you you got to feel good. I I mean I I, I talked about earlier, possibly bru- just the question being brought up: Is Dable still the guy? He in his job, possibly being in or his seat getting a little bit hotter. And and that that's just gonna happen with losses. That's always gonna happen with losses. He, your seat's always gonna get hotter the more you lose. And but these, I, I think these are growing p- pains. The the old saying is, you must first uh, learn how to lose before you can learn how to win. I, I think that's a, a situation we have here. As much as and them being banged up, uh, as as I am wearing all black for like the funeral of the giants, they still do have a bright future. I will say that they do, whether it is Daniel Jones at the helm or someone else. Look at the past two. I mean, look at really all the giants, giant super bowls. What as what's been the biggest thing going into each of those super bowls. It's the pass rush. You had LT. Then you had uh, you had the dynamic duo of uh, OCU Manora and Michael Strahan. Then you had Tuck and JPP. I I think Ojalari and Thibodeau can be that, but you you need to build around that, and you, you need to put them in the positions. Uh, and uh, Kayvon Thibodeau needs to uh, play in in games, not just uh, go out there and uh, oh, look nice. I, yeah, he I did mean, nothing. He did nothing. Like, what do you want me to say? He did nothing. He didn't do nothing. He had a decent game. He wasn't terrible. He was there. Oh, my God. He was just there. All right. Whatever. But, I mean, yeah, if you if you what went you into the season, like, saying, going into week 15, the Giants would be 7-5-1 and one, with a chance to make the playoffs, going through a big Sunday night game, you would say, hell yeah, let's go for it. It's just the way that it started. Obviously, now looking back on it, it's very disappointing because um, we could have been in a much better spot. But 
overall, that's still a success of a year. Um, the Giants, I think, definitely overachieved for the talent that they have on their roster. So looking at it now, the way that it started, it kind of sucks, but it's still a success for the first year between Dable and Shane. They did not have any cap money really going into this free agency, and they did the best they could. So I definitely still have a lot of trust in them. Um, I don't think Dable is on any kind of hot seat whatsoever. Um, and I think that they'll be fine moving forward. If we can make the playoffs this year, then uh, it's even a bigger win for them. Um, we'll just have to see if they do. But, I mean, as of right now, the season is still a success. It's just kind of, you know, annoying and disappointing that I had to end the way it did after such a good start. But I think they're, right. they're fine. Uh, the Giants are headed in the right direction still overall as a franchise. Um, and they'll be fine moving forward. Uh, yeah, I, I... – like I said, uh, yeah, uh, the, the future's bright, um, and, and I'm officially gonna say it. Daniel Jones is off my hit list. I'm going back to K. I'm my my sights are firmly on Kayvon Thibodeau right now. I hope Kayvon has five sacks. On well, no, while you were talking there, I'm looking through the box score. Kayvon Thibodeau didn't even record a stat. Go 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 to his football reference. It looks like he didn't even play. Granted, I, I know he played, but all right, that Aziz Ojolari sack. Kayvon got a whole. I, I he would have been the first one there. I understand. That play. I, I I got you. I I understand that stats aren't there, but the stat the, the numbers aren't indicative of everything. But for real, dog, I agree. I mean, it would be nice real? to see him get some sacks, but I mean. If you're watching the game, it's pretty evident that he's getting pressure on a lot of the snaps. I'm pretty sure Pro Football Focus has him as the you know leading pressure getter at, at all rookies um, and head of Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson. So he'll be fine. He's just gotta he's gotta learn how to uh, attract a hold call though, because he gets held all the time and he barely ever gets called for it. I don't know if he's just talking smack to the ref the whole time. They don't want to throw it. But did you uh... he's figure out a way? Did you see Garrett Wilson? Uh, apparently, a couple times oh, this year, <laughs> he's gotten like uh, late hitted, going out of bounds, and uh, yeah. he he asked the ref for the call, and the ref was like, uh, "This ain't the O State here, brother, or something like that. This ain't the O State." Son. Maybe maybe that's what Kayvon's getting. Maybe all the yeah. rest are Oregon State fans. I don't know. No, no, it's not that. It's you need to earn that respect. Get to the quarterback. Make yourself known. You got to be that guy. You got to have your coming out party. You haven't had that. Uh, yeah, everything he's done has been in garbage time. All of his big moments, that big sack on on L- Lamar Jackson. Yeah, that was a great. That wasn't garbage time. That was at the end but, of the game. Yeah, they were. They, up they, they weren't the moving the ball before. The, the Ravens weren't moving. The, okay. And then, you know what garbage time is? That was a four-point game where the Ravens were going to win the game. That's they weren't not garbage time. Win. I mean, barely. They were barely going to win the game. That game was over. You garbage time it. would be. Listen, okay, all right, no, then. No, no, all no. right, then go to the, the commander's game. His only sack, he wasn't even blocked. It was it, – granted, that, that wasn't garbage time either, I guess. But – Yeah, that game it, went to overcome. I, I know, quarter. but, like – where are you in meaningful? None of that was meaningful. What he's done, that's what I'm, not really though. He he single handedly had the game winning play against the Ravens. 
Against the Commanders, I mean, he basically – he's one yard away from having a safety there, which would have won them the game. Okay. Just because what else at the end of the fourth quarter doesn't two, mean that it's Okay, all right, all right. But outside of those two plays, what has he done? I don't know. And one of those plays wasn't necessarily him doing anything great. It was the offense just not blocking him at all. That's not his fault. I mean, I, I understand that, but with, with those are your two plays, those are your two standout plays, and you're what a top ten pick, like supposed to be so great. You, you you're you're under the microscope now. That's all I'm saying. You're under think, the microscope. I think Kayvon is under the microscope by you and only you. Okay, look at what happened when Daniel Jones was under the microscope. The Giants started winning. Kayvon right, Thibodeau, Daniel Jones answered my call. Where are you at? Let's go, baby. Like I said, I hope he goes out and has seven I and hope a half so sacks too. against the Commanders. I hope so too. I I like Kayvon Thibodeau. I've been I've said so many good things about him. I want him do to you? be great. Yes, I do. I know this world. It all comes back to the Pac-12 and Utah and Oregon. No, it you don't doesn't. Like it, no, it's okay. He, he barely even played against us, dude. He, he, he was looking out for the, his career at, with the Giants. It, it's not about the Pac-12 at all. I'm just saying you, you have to, especially with all the rumors coming into the season, you're having two good plays and we're on week, what, 14, 15? Two he's meaningful had than, plays? He's had more than two good plays. Okay, two meaningful plays. Two standout highlight reel plays. My God. For a top you're just, you're just something Thibodeau hater. No, I want the Giants to be good. Uh, I want. I expect better from him. That's all. That's all. I expect better from him. And I know he can deliver better. He can. I. He can turn into that game record, but I don't know. Just something isn't. I don't know. He's. I don't know. I want him to. I want him to do good. But he's under the microscope, and he better answer the call. Cause. All right, Kayvon. Let's go. You're under the baby. microscope, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and he's been he's been under that the past two weeks. So. And hasn't responded well. Will. This is this, this will be the game to I mean or the Colts. I mean, but the Colts they're dead in the water. This is a meaningful game. This is the biggest game the Gi- of the Giants season, really, against the Commanders, right? You yeah. win, you're in the playoffs, pretty much. Yeah. Most likely, yeah. Most Whoever likely. This game yes. is definitely in. Definitely help. Unless, like, Detroit and Seattle both have to go on, like, tears. That's realistically. Can both of them do Yeah. It? I think, I mean, the, the Giants got to win at least. If they win two out of the last four, I, I think they're in. So you got to beat Washington and the Colts, or maybe the Eagles will be resting players when we play in week 18 and we can beat them. But you got to win at least two of the four. Yeah. Oh my gosh, four? I forgot. Minnesota, right? The Vikings, yeah. I totally forgot about that game. Damn. Yikes. That's that's a big yikes. Yeah. I... That that secondary going against Justin Jefferson. 
he might go for 350 yards and four touchdowns. I'm gonna be ha- I'm gonna be having nightmares of him doing the gritty. I can already see it. But uh, mm-hmm. all right, we'll, we'll as, talk as about it. As long as we don't get a Kirk Cousins gritty on the Giants, that will that oh will officially God. end our season. That will be the end of our season if oh, Kirk Cousins gritty on us. I oh yes. Oh God. Okay. Don't worry about that now. We don't got to worry about that now. We got to worry about the Commanders. Commanders. In a couple in a couple weeks, or we can talk about that and worry about that. Oh gosh, I'm already going to start having nightmares. Sunday but, uh, night game too. It's the first first one for the Giants since 2020 when they got flexed against the Browns. So yeah, uh, Not, uh, doesn't happen Dan- a lot. Daniel Jones in prime time. I know, it scares me. Easy Kirk Cousins 2.0. I don't know. He still hasn't won in prime time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, not good. This has to be it. We didn't even we didn't even mention that. This oh my gosh. I don't like it. We didn't want to drink we didn't want to drink some. Uh, sure. All right. Well, well maybe we might might have. Okay. This is uh, I'm already get, I'm getting too anxious just thinking about it. I think we need to wrap up the show. Uh, <laughs> all right. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Hopefully, we can get back to talk about Giants wins next week. That would be that'd be fun. Not have to be have a doesn't have to be as depressing. I like I like the fun. Us going back and forth. Yeah. Me me. Me going after Daniel Jones and it being like, why are you doing that? Why are you being so harsh? They're actually winning. I would love, I would love that to be the case for Kayvon Thibodeau, but it's not. So let's win some football games. Let's get some sacks and let's get back on track. Cause like we said, the future's bright for the giants. Let's start the future now. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Put that on a put that on a quote board. Yeah. The future's bright. Start it now. Let's go. All right. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Big shout out to Chris Sawyer and Mackle Mortgage for sponsoring today's episode. And also make sure you go to clovercrestmedia.com for a bunch more information about this podcast and a bunch of other awesome podcasts as well. I'm Big Jace. That's Sean Scanlon. And we'll see you next week for more. John about the G-Men. Peace out, everyone. Hello, my name is Joe McGuire. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Showing About the G-Men. And great true crime shows like Sticky Meek, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.